the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. You know, I'm, I'm finding more reason for optimism because of what is being called the, the dark web of, of ideas. That there is a group of people that are now starting to have the conversations that I have, uh, you know, been urging and looking for and, uh, and, and they're happening and they're happening with the, with the weirdest, uh, combinations. Uh, there is, um, uh, there's two brothers. One of them is a, uh, um, evolutionary biologist at, Evergreen University, and I, I grew up in Seattle. Evergreen, uh, you know, really makes Berkeley or Seattle look like Provo, Utah. <laughs> and uh, to be clear, he was a evolutionary biologist. He was. At Evergreen. And the reason why he left? Insanity. <laughs> yeah. He left because he said, we're now starting, progressivism is starting to deny science that the left has gone so far that we're now saying that the X and Y chromosome means nothing. And he's, he's like, look, I mean, it's just not true. And so there are people now that are, are afraid uh, that their side on both sides are starting to be fascistic or, or communistic in its state, but, but denying science denying facts by saying that we you know whatever it is just let's fix reason firmly in her seat and that's starting to happen tonight we're doing a two-part series part two of you know the blame game and how we've all blamed everything else but we haven't blamed us but somebody has as we cry out and say, something has to be done. Something is always done. Something has to be done about uh, the banks. Well, they stepped in. They did something. Something has to be done about terror. They stepped in and they did something. As we're now saying, something has to be done about guns. They are going to step in and do something. And they do one thing consistently. And that is, say, you're the problem. People are the problem. We need more control over people. And when I show you tonight how the, how the Bill of Rights is violated in almost a daily basis, all 10, it's commonplace to violate the Bill of Rights now. That's the that's the source of our worry and that's the source of our problems. But we don't know the Bill of Rights well enough. But those that Bill of Rights came from a period of enlightenment. And I think we're beginning to revive that the embers are starting to be to be blown somewhat. And we have two choices. Look at China. We just told you that China is by 2020 making it government policy for you to have a social media uh, ranking based on what you buy, how you relate with people, what you say online, all everything the government is monitoring, it places you in a class. It's it's quite honestly common core on steroids. The government will decide who you are 
good or bad, and you won't have access to the best of the best if you're not the right people. It's political correctness gone mad. It's political correctness gone to the extent of the black mirror. And if you haven't seen this episode, do you have a, let me just play a 15, a 15 second piece of the black mirror. One of the episodes is about social media. You, everybody has a ranking. Listen to this. I see there's one standby seat on another plane leaving tonight. Uh, that's reserved for members of our prime flight program. You got to be a 4.2 or over to qualify. Oh, I'm, I'm a 4.2. I'm afraid you're actually a 4.183. That's and the, the gosh, that's true. She's it's specifically mentioned in the China policy was access to air flights. They they had to have based this on the China policy, the black the Black Mirror episode because it's everything that they everything that they're proposing and they are going to implement by twenty twenty. Yeah, and the way the Black Mirror thing works is you have an interaction with someone. You, you walk up to someone, you have an interaction. If it's a positive one, they might give you a pl- you know a positive. You know, mm-hmm. ranking, and if they if not, they give you a negative. And once you get below that four point two on a five star system, you start losing benefits mm-hmm. and access to things. And it's you know, I guess ideally, it, it's supposed to incentivize you to never do those things. It's a level of government control, right? So the question is: Are we are we sheep or are we people with God given rights and talents and God given responsibilities? Are we sheep or are we people individuals not a collective an individual and i think people are starting to see on the left wait my side has gone crazy my side has gone crazy the 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 leaders of the women's march were in the audience of lewis farrakhan last weekend and they're defending that. Yeah, there's now a new uh, letter out from um, a Republican Jewish group that is saying seven members, seven Democratic sitting congressmen have met with Louis Farrakhan. Can you imagine if seven Republicans had met with David Duke? Would those people be alive? I mean, they would. The, the biggest story in the news is getting all of those people to resign. All of them. The man came out and said, the Jews are my enemy last week, not 20 years ago in an uncovered clip last, last week. week. And the the and organizers the- of the Women's March were in the audience at that time. And not to mention, it's not just the Women's March that was the one right after Trump uh, was inaugurated, but also the upcoming yeah, biggest story in the world, March Against Guns. Yeah. The same organizers. Have you seen the push on Netflix? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, you. you <laughs> All my optimism is going right. out the window. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but it just shows the choice that we have in front of us. Yeah. It just shows the choice that we have in front of us. There is a show on Netflix, and I, you know, let's talk about it for a few minutes, and then, and then I'm going to give you some homework. Watch the push. It's one. It's what an, it's hour? an hour. Yeah. It's one hour. It's one episode. So it's not a series. It's called The Push. It's on Netflix. It is a must-watch. It is a guy who is some sort of a psychologist magician who is apparently well-known in England. And um, it, 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 it will bother you. It will, it, you will watch the whole thing and say, I don't know if this is even right to do to people because I think they're going to be psychologically scarred 
uh, by this. Especially because it's on television, too. Yeah, oh, so yeah. People no, are, you're filmed. So what they did is they they started to, they, they went and they said, hey, we're doing a TV show and we need reality people. So they got people and they were looking for normal human beings, um, but had a tendency to just obey commands. Okay. But not like crazy. Just they, you would you would say these are absolutely normal people. Listen to instructions like any normal person. Correct. It follows instructions. They have about a hundred actors, and uh, they tell all of the people that have applied, "You didn't get the you didn't get the show." Then they've waited a few months, and then somebody else has called them back through their employer, um, and it's completely disconnected. So they don't know that this is a show or reality or anything. They think this is real life. Their employer says, I've got this party that you need to go to, uh, and it's a, uh, it's a fundraiser, and you're going to be able to really network, and they just need some help. Can you, can you just go? You're, the employer drops that person off and says you're going to really be able to network. Introduces, and it, it, the, the, the idea is, in 90 minutes, can we convince the average human a decent person, male and female, in 90 minutes, can we convince them and get them to actually murder an innocent person? Can we convince them that it is the most logical thing to do to murder someone? You will not (laughs) believe how this happens. You have to see the show. You have to see it. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the way that they're talking about it, and we won't give uh, too much away here, um, but the, what they're talking about are social pressures, right? Like it's it's little things that happen to you that you kind of, you're not sure about, but you go along with. And everybody does this, right? Like it's the old thing of you'd go up to um, a counter and there'd be one long line and one short line. And most people will get into the long line, right? Especially if they see there's no one in the other line because they're like well there's got to be a reason why Mm -hmm. no one is in that line so Mm -hmm. i'm going to stand here and wait for 20 minutes like an idiot that's how we think you know we we Mm -hmm. you wind up like you're always putting things in context and instead of having you know uh it it goes to really having principles right a Mm -hmm. lot of times this happens and we realize uh, psychologists have looked at this for a long time that people will violate these things constantly if put in these positions where there's just enough social pressure. And the way they do it on the show is they slowly escalate the things. Um, like the very first thing they ask them to do is they have these little, uh, you know, uh, cocktail. Hot, cocktail weenies, yeah. right? The little hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And they have, they were supposed to have some that are non-vegetarian, you know, meat, and some that are vegetarian, okay? The vegetarian uh, delivery doesn't show up. So what they ask him to do is just, you know what, just put some of the ones that are meat on the vegetarian plate. So it looks like, so we have both. And they just try to, just an, you know, and they're back behind, you know, closed doors. No one's going to know, just with one other person, one of the persons that's an actor. And do these people, all right, I'll, I'll break. I mean, I know I shouldn't do that because it's kind of rude. If someone's a vegetarian, they're going to be eating meat and that's, but it's no big deal. I'll go along with it. And they get them with little things like that. And slowly escalate them and try to get them to eventually, by the end of 90 minutes, 90 to minutes. murder an innocent person. Right. <laughs> to go up on a roof and push this innocent person off the roof. <laughs> yeah. And it is, it's the most tense thing you've ever seen. It doesn't feel, it's not, I mean, it's obviously a reality show, but it's not. It's, it's, it is, if you've read the book, uh, Ordinary Men, 
uh, and it's a, it, that book was written as a science study, a historic study of going back and how did they get the polls, the good police people who are in Poland, to go and line Jews up and shoot them and just dump them into mass graves. It was it was this show. It started slowly, little teeny things. And bef- and then there's just this watershed moment where it's just like they, they're just in it. They're just in it. It's fascinating. Okay, so homework assignment tonight. You have to watch what is called uh, The Push. It's on Netflix. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. You've got to watch this. This is just the opening few minutes. They, they call a restaurant and they say to just random server, hey, there's a woman. She's sitting in your restaurant. She's got a baby carriage. That's not her baby. We're the police. Just distract her. Then get the baby carriage and meet me at the corner on the street. You got to give me the baby. And the person does it in three minutes. They just do it. That's the beginning. Listen to this. Tom, you've just persuaded a stranger to steal a baby. So go on. How are you feeling? That was horrible. That was horrible. Okay, well, well done for pushing him into it. Although, of course, what we've got planned will be a lot worse. The person you just saw making the phone call isn't really a policeman. He's an actor. So is the woman in the cafe. And that baby was just a lifelike replica. But the cafe worker was real and didn't know any of this until my team caught up with him and explained. It's not even a real baby. I know, I couldn't see. I was like, I'm in such a panic. It's surprisingly easy for someone to pretend to be an authority figure like a policeman and order a complete stranger to do something they would never normally do. This is an extreme example of social compliance, following orders, doing something because someone else says it's the right thing to do. Authority can come from a person, from a group of like-minded individuals, or from an ideology. Don't be too nice. It can be used to preserve public order, but it can push people to commit terrible acts. Social compliance is part of life. Evolution has taught us that it's safer to be one of the crowd, but its dangers are worth being aware of now more than ever. So I've designed an experiment to investigate the limits of this trait of human nature, and it's this. Can social compliance be used to make someone push a living, breathing human being to their death? It, it is remarkable uh, and a, an amazing study of human beings, average human beings. Uh, watch it tonight. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Watch it tonight on Netflix. Again, it's called The Push. Glenn Beck. Mercury. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.